Hell stepped in his way. In her spiked heels, she stood eye-level to his six-foot height. Her long, dark hair hung sleek down her back, her lips and nails painted shiny red. A sheer camisole, stretched tight over her enhanced boobs, was cut low enough to display not only her cleavage, but damn near her navel, and tucked into a pencil-thin skirt. She looked killer-gorgeous, as always gorgeous and evil. She stared at his crotch. How convenient for you that you're being called away. God, Trace despised her. Yeah? How's that? As daring as always, she reached out a hand and cupped his balls through his slacks. I anticipated a private moment with you. Far from enjoying her touch, Trace didn't trust her not to mutilate him, He grabbed her slender wrist and squeezed the delicate bones. Though he knew he caused her pain, her lips parted and her eyelids went heavy. She licked her lips and searched his gaze. If you were naked, I would have my nails in you right now. Which was a damn good reason not to get naked with her. Trey smiled in triumph. But not this time, hell. He removed her arm by squeezing until she gasped and her fingers opened. He tossed her aside. I have work to do. Trace. On a sigh, he turned back to her. What? I want you to take me shopping. Not in my job description, doll. It is, if Murray orders it. She rubbed her reddened wrist over her breasts. And Murray will order anything I want. Having nothing to say to that, Trace turned away from her and stepped into the elevator. When the doors closed, he let out a breath of relief. Since he'd infiltrated the organization three weeks ago, posing as a bodyguard, hell had been the toughest part of maintaining his cover. Eventually, he'd have to deal with her. As a medicinal chemist, she supplied any and all drug persuasions that Murray might need for his human trafficking venture. Lackeys captured the women, and Murray, the bastard, sold them to the highest bidder, after Hell ensured their compliance through risky drugs. Trace looked forward to the moment when he'd deal with her. When it came to annihilating the scourge, he didn't discriminate against women. Helene Schumer had to go. The world would be a better place without her. Priscilla Patterson simpered and feigned distress as two hulking brutes tried to bully her toward a secluded conference room of the office building. What they intended to do to her there, she couldn't say. They were not gentle, making her show of defenselessness difficult to maintain. Her arm got twisted. Someone pulled at her ponytail, making her gasp. And then suddenly, a quiet but stern voice spoke up. Let her go. Just that easily, she was free. She twisted to find a face to go with that deep voice, and froze. Wow. Unlike the Neanderthals, who'd taken pleasure in manhandling her so roughly, this man looked smooth and debonair and sexy. He strode toward them with a frown that brooked no arguments. Standing easily six feet tall, He was muscular but not overly bulky.
clean-cut, but not in a too-polished GQ way. Very fair hair, straight and a little too long, contrasted sharply with the most piercing golden-brown eyes she'd ever seen. He wore khakis and an obviously expensive black T-shirt. She detected the bulk of a Kevlar vest beneath the shirt. A black leather shoulder holster held his gun. The belt around his waist carried two extra magazines, a stun gun, baton and mace. His black lace-up steel-toed boots could be deadly. The man was ready for anything. But maybe not ready for her. That bright caramel gaze drifted over both of the hulks with contempt. I'll handle her from here. Grumbling, the men moved away. He took her arm. Come with me. Pris tried to resist.